everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Justin Kinner with you here. I hope you had a great day. Thank you for hanging out with us here and tuning in to Reach the Horizon. Make sure you are subscribing and downloading to the podcast and sharing it and leaving some nice reviews uh, and, and spreading the word about what we're doing here. Uh, today's guest is Greg Campy, the head coach of the Oakland Golden Grizzlies. And I, look, Greg's a little new to this coaching thing. He hasn't been doing it a while, right? Like, you give him a break. No, 36 seasons. I'd say he's been around the block a time or two. When I first started doing this podcast, he was the one uh, one guest that I knew I had to make sure I had on this podcast before it's all said and done. So I'm glad that we were able to get to Coach Campy and hope uh, there's many more sit-downs with him. We did the interview on Zoom, uh, and he, of course he's very entertaining as always. I'm looking forward to this. We'll share the story of the very first encounter I had with Coach Campy. It was one of the, the funnier introductions for me to have to this business, uh, working in the sports media field, and uh, you'll hear that to start the interview. But Greg Campy, again, has been doing this a long time. He's a heck of an interview. We did the interview on a, on a Zoom platform, and uh, it was nice just to have that face-to-face conversation with them, uh, and you'll be able to actually see and view some clips from the interview. Make sure you follow the Horizon League on their social media platforms at Horizon League, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, so make sure you are involved with what they're doing on social media, but you'll be able to see some little video clips from our sit-down uh, of our Reach the Horizon interview with Greg Campy. All interviews that we do on the Reach the Horizon podcast are brought to you by Zervita. And now that brings us to our interview with Coach Greg Campy, the head coach of the Oakland Golden Grizzlies. Enjoy. Today's interview is brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. Excited to get to our next guest. We have the head coach of the Oakland Golden Grizzlies. We have Greg Campy with us. Coach, welcome in, sir. How are you? Good, Justin. How are you? How are you surviving this? Not too bad, actually. I mean, right now, I don't have any family members be impacted by it, and I'm still employed, so I guess that's always a, <laughs> always a plus. So I try to remain positive. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing time, just unbelievable that in our lives we get to experience something like this, but hopefully it'll make us all better. Absolutely, and just learning to adapt and do things differently. Rather than say we can't do something because of this, you just find a new way to do it. And I'm sure as a coach, you're preaching that a lot to your staff and your players, I'm sure. Um, so that's a given. I got to tell you, my first memory of you, and it's funny you're wearing a hat because <laughs> I haven't been able to get my hair cut in a long time. So I didn't want to scare people. Well, it's funny because my first memory of you was it was the Horizon League Media Days years ago. And Paul Warren, who I know you're pretty uh, – <laughs> uh, I'm new to this. You know, I'm sitting down and I hear you call a reporter up and you had him tug on your hair. That was my introduction to Greg Campy, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was getting a lot of crap back then about – I guess when you get older, people don't – people think your hair is supposed to fall out or something. I don't know, but I've got this big mop of hair and – so people thought I, it had to be fake or something. So I just wanted to give Paul a chance to his moment of in the glory of glory, you know. 
Oh, well, he definitely enjoyed it. I tell you that much. Now, um, no, a little bit ago you mentioned uh, just these un, you know, unprecedented times. You've been coaching a long, long time, and uh, you're prepared for a lot of different scenarios. You're not prepared for something like this, I'm sure, but as we talked about, you learn and you adapt. What are some things that you and your staff are doing differently in trying to you know, handle recruiting as well as communicating with your current roster? Well, we were able to keep uh, many of our players on campus um, just because we have two international kids. We have some kids that are from far away and the school allowed them to stay on campus. So we were able to communicate, get them an Easter dinner and all those types of things. So that part of it was good. The recruiting is, you know, I mean, we, we've really got lucky, I think, because we just we ju we just signed three kids this week that, you know, were our top top kids that we went after. They were the they were the guys we wanted. Uh, there were four kids out there. We lost one and we got three that, you know, that that we targeted and wanted. So, um, you know, I joke maybe because we couldn't bring them on campus. I, who knows why? But um, my staff and my not just my 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 staff, but the communications department at Oakland University really helped us. Uh, we put some virtual videos together that. Uh, we had a virtual tour of the campus. You walk into the arena on game day and, you know, it, it was the stuff that our communications people put together was just unbelievable. And it really helped us in recruiting. I also, we reached out to ex-players and we had ex-players do testimonials on, on videos. You know, from an NSA rule, you can't target a kid. So the, the kid couldn't say, hey, Joe, come to Oakland. But they did testimonials on on their careers at Oakland. And we were able to share those uh, with these guys. And then we did a virtual tour of the campus um, and, you know, and then nobody's got anything to do. So everybody, you know, we're on the phone with them all the time. We're uh, these types. So I, I can't remember what this is called StreamYard and zoom and all those types of things. Um, it really, and it worked for us. I mean, we, like I said, we, we're ecstatic about the three kids that we just signed with the, you know, the, the four or five kids that we signed in the early period. So, um, yeah, this this has turned out good for us. You know, it's interesting. We talk about recruiting. You're talking about recruiting kids out of high school, but we know how much college athletics has changed over the years. The, the transfer portal, uh, your program has benefited from being able to go in and get some you know, really good transfers in, but you've also most recently been impacted by the, you know, your guys transferring out. Uh, with the NCAA mulling the idea of giving a one-time transfer exemption. Where, what side of the fence do you sit on? I feel like mid-major basketball, it helps, but it also hurts a lot more times than for some of the bigger programs. Well, last year, we we had we have really benefited from the the uh, transfers over the years. There's no question about that. So I, I, I can't be somebody that complains about that. But last year was the first time that we lost key players to transfer. And it came out of nowhere and it came late where we didn't have a chance to replace them. And so I was really angry last summer about it. I'm still not happy uh, with the way it all happened and how the transfer portal allows this and, and that. But the, the truth of the matter is, is this this isn't going to change. And. So you can sit here and, and fight it and yell about it, and, or you can step back from it and adapt to it and understand it. So last summer I sat down with my athletic director. We had long talks about this. Once I got over the anger of it, 
we accepted what was going to happen to us this year. And then we went and put into place some, you know, thoughts and ideas that lead to the future. And I think that we've really reaped the benefits of it this off season. And uh, we're going to continue to under try and learn and understand it. Um, as far as the rules concerned, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, you know, just it's going to happen. There's nothing. There's nothing that's going to keep that. All the coaches in the world can fight and fight, but public opinion is that the student athletes should have a chance to transfer one time and be immediately eligible. And in our game, the health of our game is based on public opinion because those people have to buy the tickets. You know, we're doing this because we want people to hear and they want information about Oakland and the horizon league. And that's why we're doing this. Our game is a public opinion game. So I'm not going to fight public opinion. I don't like it. I don't want it to happen. I, I want to recruit players. I want them to grow like the old days and be great when they're juniors and seniors. I want them to have adversity as freshmen and sophomores. I want to get into them. I want to challenge them. I want to make them the greatest basketball player, uh, social wise, uh, person and student that they can be. That's my goal, but that's not going to be the way it is anymore. You're not going to have a program. You're going to have teams. And so we're going to accept it and move forward. I'm if, if they call tomorrow and say kids can leave, you know what? I'm not going to recruit my own players. I'm going to recruit them. I'm going to tell them how great Oakland is. I've spent a lifetime here. The, the, this university means everything to me. I've got 36, going into 37 years in it. It's the greatest place in the world. And if I can't instill that in them and they don't want to be here and they want to move up, then go. I'm going to hug them, pat them on the back and cheer for them wherever they go. But there's going to be a lot of kids that are up in that power five that are coming down. And there's probably going to be more of those coming down than the ones going up. And the ones coming down are probably going to be more successful than the ones going up. The, the stats show that the ones going up aren't successful. We had a kid last year. He would have led the, if he hadn't left, he'd have led the nation in three point shots. They've been up to him to lead the nation in three point makes. I, I think he would have, but he would have had to make them. But I guarantee you he would have got the shots. And I told him, if you leave, you're going to stand in the corner. They're not going to run any plays for you. You're not going to be a starter. You're, you're only, you know, you're going to have a chance to experience playing in the power five or, or whatever level they want to play at and that. So if that's what you want, go for it, enjoy it. But if you want to be the man that which that kid would have been the man in our offense, um, then you should stay. They chose to go on. I wasn't happy, but now, you know, if that's going to happen, go, man, I'm going to cheer for you. You've been at Oakland for 36 years, as you know. And I think one thing that's interesting is in the day and age, we talk about players all the time. We see coaches you know, move from job to job all the time. You know, you'll come to the Horizon League and, you know, you'll have success to get to the tournaments a few times, which there's nothing wrong with that if that's what coaches choose to do. But you've been in multiple conferences. You've been at Oakland for three-plus decades, and you've chose to be loyal and stay there, not always looking for the grass being greener on the other side. Does that – you know, you're a very loyal individual. Is that tough to put your philosophies and mindsets on what being loyal to a team is when you're dealing with a different day and age of players who are always looking for maybe that bigger, better opportunity as you just talked about. Yeah, and I think much of it is the people around them. Mm -hmm. You know, we've put four players in the NBA in the last 12 or 13 years. So you you can make the NBA from mid-major basketball, from the Horizon League, whatever. whatever however, you know, four, four guys at Oakland in the last 12 years. 
if you're, you know, you can make it. So it isn't that it's, it's all the people around him saying you're better than this or you're better, you know, and I'm not going to fight that. You know, if that's what they want to do, you know, it's their life. It's that kid's life. My life was, I love Oakland. I love where I'm at. I've been able to grow as an individual professionally as a university group. And, and it's a unique situation. And, and I'm a tough guy. You know, my, my belief is that, you know, you, you need to get knocked down and pick yourself up to be able to understand success and to become successful. And so that's kind of how things here. And um, that's the way it is. We're going to try and adapt to all this. We're going to try and do what we can, but we can't let our core values change too. And my core values are, are pretty well set in stone and, you know, like I said, I love the school. I, I love the area. I love everything about this place and the success that we've had over time. And if they want to be a part of it, Absolutely. good luck to you. Well, you've coached a long, long time, and you've won a ton of games. You don't coach as long as you have and win as many games as you have without coaching great players. And I've been fortunate to only, you know, see up close and personal two of them guys, you know, Kay Felder, obviously Kendrick Dunn, and other the last couple seasons. And, and with that being said, just, how fortunate you've been to coach players like that. But what's your communication like with not just those two players, but all of your players who have come and left the program and had great careers? Well, we, we you know, I am very fortunate that that uh, I've had, first of all, to get those great players, you have to have great staff, too. I've had assistant coaches, and they're scattered all over the country in Power 5 jobs and the NBA and, and things like that. So, those guys have been very instrumental in getting these great players. And then I think they also did a great job of developing them. Keith Benson came to Oakland, uh, six foot nine, 185 pounds, left Oakland, 6'11", 235, the 48th pick in the draft. Our, my staff had a lot to do with him getting better and his willingness to get better. Um, but, you know, we, we keep in touch. It's, I think that, and it's not unique to Oakland. I think that, one of the great things about college athletics is those guys are going to that were teammates and went through what they went through and the wins and the losses and the love and the heartbreak, you know, six years down the road, I went to a wedding last summer. The guy played for me in the late nineties. He was in his forties and he's getting married for the first time. Three quarters of that team was at that wedding. The standing up in the ceremony were his teammates. I mean, these, these kids, they, they fuse together and they become family for life. And, you know, it, it's amazing how when you meet with them, how the stories that these things I did, I don't remember doing half the things. And I'm sure they're very well embellished, but it's it, it's such a fun night to be able to sit down and talk to them. And we stay in contact through email, through phone calls. A lot of them live in the area, come to games. Um, and next year I'm going to coach for the first time. I'm going to coach one of my players ex-players or alumni sons, uh, Trey Townsend. Skip Townsend was from Anchorage, Alaska. And uh, it's funny, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but we played in the Alaska, the Great Alaskan Shootout a few years ago. And Skip Townsend was a recruit back in the 1980s from Anchorage. And his mother had our whole team over to dinner, I think in 2016. So you think about that 30 years later, my whole team is going to Skip's mother still alive and she has us over for Thanksgiving dinner. And now four years later, his son is going to come play for me next year. And it isn't some legacy thing. I mean, it, this kid's six foot five and can really play. 
And uh, I, I told Skip that, you know, he'll probably play more minutes than Skip did in his freshman year. We'll see. <laughs> All right. We have Greg Campy, head coach of the Oakland Golden Grizzlies, with us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Coach, as we send you out, uh, I guess this is what all – coaches, administrators, anyone in the sporting world and, and outside of sports is being asked, what's next? Uh, how are you and your staff approaching this moving forward? I mean, planning as if season starts on time. I mean, we're, we're talking about what's next for fall sports. How difficult is it for you guys to prepare as if the season's going to start on time when so much can happen between now and then? Well, we're putting all different case scenarios together. For example, uh, we're going to find out in the state of Michigan if we're going to open. The state's been closed. And if, if we open up on May 1st, which is the talk is it's shut till the end of April, and then hopefully it's going to open up May 1st. Um, we do know that our summer one session, which we're only going to have three or four of our players at it, um, and it's those international guys, those guys that have a real hard time to go home. Um, we already know that they're not going to be able to uh, go to class. It's all going to be online. But everybody is supposed to get here at the end of June, all 14 or 15 players, and they'll go to summer two session, and we'll go through our summer workouts. So we're, we're trying to figure out what that will look like if they can't come back and stay on campus. You know, is there off-campus housing that we can put them in? If they're allowed to get – right now they're not even allowed to get into the arena, get into this weight room, you know, all that kind of stuff. So if that changes and they're allowed to do that but they're not allowed to live on campus, we're looking into off-campus housing. We're looking into, you know, place where we can work out, where, you know, those types of things. Um, and then if they if they're if that's completely shut down, then we're looking into, OK, we start in fall, how we're going to do this. What can we do virtually for them? How can we put our playbook in? How can we put our defensive principles in? Because we, we're going to have seven new players next year. And, you know, and we have one senior, five juniors. You know, so it's not like we're this veteran team that I don't need to worry about those things. There's a lot of terminology and a lot of learning to do that has to be done in the summer. So we're just meeting and it's all, you know, brainstorming on how are we going to do this? Well, absolutely. Well, again, I'm thinking about you and your family and your, your team and your program as a whole. Uh, we appreciate you taking time and spending time with us. And again, stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, and we'll all be together and see what's next. That's what everyone's wondering. Same to you and the Horizon League office and all the Horizon League fans out there. I believe we'll have basketball next year. I think the Horizon League is going to be – a very good competitive league. We, we lost a lot of good players, but just from what I've seen in the recruiting with all the different schools, we've got a lot of talented uh, young men coming to the, to the horizon league. And boy, we've got a great set of coaches. I mean, if you look around our league with, you know, all the new coaches and that, that we've had recently, we've, we've, we've got a really, really good group of coaches and it should be tremendous basketball. All right. Well, coach, best of luck. Thank you so much. Take care.